Hello, impressive souls, and welcome to a new episode of Lead Your Impressivity Show. I'm Alex Baditza, and I'm your host. I'm a journaling and storytelling expert and the founder of Impressivity by Alexandra. As you have guessed, journaling and storytelling are two of my favorite topics, and I'm really excited to share about both of them in this episode. Storytelling is the art of sharing stories in order to convey a message that connects you emotionally with your audience. Whether you are an entrepreneur and you want to use storytelling for your marketing, your sales, your business, or you want to bring more stories in the connection and relationships that you build with the people around you, this episode is really going to be helpful. You can also learn how to use your journal for sharing more stories, so keep listening and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, hello everyone, and I'm super excited to welcome you to a new episode. This time I will be my own guest because I want to share with you two of my most favorite topics, journaling and storytelling. And actually there is a connection between the two of them and maybe you never thought of it, so I'm so glad that I can bring it up to you. What is going to happen and what we're going to go through in this episode of the podcast is the similarities and the differences between journaling and storytelling, but also some powerful neuroscience facts from different studies that show why we need stories and how to keep a journal for storytelling. This is mostly addressed to entrepreneurs, but not only because there are many situations in day-to-day life when you might need to tell a story. Maybe you need to share a memory from your holiday, or maybe you are at a networking event and you are encouraged to share something. It's not always just about sharing your story on your website or in a public speaking gig. It's also about telling stories to connect with people in day-to-day life situations. And this is why journaling and keeping a journal where you write your stories and you write your most treasured memories is going to come in handy. Now, I want to share with you a story from a conference that I was invited to speak in, and that was last year. And it was a conference about academic studies around the maritime industry, and it was really international, very serious conference. And when I shared my part and when I came onto stage, it was a virtual stage because, of course, it was during the pandemic. But when it was my turn to speak, I started my presentation with a story about encouraging participants to imagine that they are in an ice cream store and that they have to choose their favorite flavor and the importance of that flavor related to gender bias and the way that we choose to speak about men and women in the maritime industry. At the end of this conference, after everyone shared different numbers, data, and it was full of valuable insights and knowledge and a lot of information around statistics of how to encourage people to be more open around gender equality. The participants had a feedback form and they shared what was the aha moment that they had and what they remembered the most. And of course, they remembered the story with the ice cream. They remembered the girl with the ice cream because it was different. 
now I just shared with you a story within a story. <laughs> the story of the ice cream within the story of the conference. But the truth is that stories always captivate people's attention because we can see with our brain's eyes. And it's really important that we stimulate our brain, both our left side and our right side. Since I already started talking about the brain and the importance of storytelling for how we perceive this kind of messaging, I want to tell you a little bit about the neuroscience be behind storytelling. You see, the beauty of storytelling is that it's both an art and science. It combines beautifully these two aspects and you can't really have one without the other. You can't build stories only based on a specific formula and a specific structure that you have in mind but also you can't just guide yourself with the art of storytelling and without including some parts that are really really important in the story now of course there are very many people who are very natural when it comes to sharing stories and i know that you know it's so important to be around those people to actually learn from them and to just enjoy their energy it's really powerful when we listen to stories from these people because we are mesmerized but at the same time storytelling is an art that can be taught and you can learn how to tell stories and you can learn how to be better at telling stories because there is science behind it. So what does neuroscience say about storytelling? Stories are remembered up to 22 times more than facts alone because there are emotions involved and our brain loves to go high on emotions. Our limbic system is eager to captivate emotion and then when our brain is flooded with all of these hormones, then we tend to remember our memory is activated also our brain releases oxytocin when listening to or reading a story because we empathize with the hero this is why in storytelling especially in business we want to use the story of a hero and whether it's us as the business owner sharing about our personal story and us being the hero going through the transformation or our product is the hero of a story or even better and this is the part that i advise most of my clients to use our customers are the hero of the story after all your audience is the one that you are speaking to so you want them to feel heard you want them to feel seen so they want to be the hero in your story that you're sharing remember the brain releases the hormone oxytocin because we empathize with the hero we are there we are leaving the story as if we are involved another very interesting fact is that our neural activity increases by five percent when we read the story or when we listen to a story but also just as i was mentioning earlier our left side connects with the right side of the brain when we are engaged in storytelling this happens because our left side is curious we want to learn the reason we want to see the rational part solving the mystery solving the puzzle our prefrontal cortex is really activated and starts to ask questions and starts to be really really engaged in the story because there are many things that it wants to figure out and then our right side of the brain where we have our creativity and our emotions is engaged because we start to get really attached to the hero and we start to feel seen we start to feel that we are there with the hero or we are part of the story ourselves 
So remember, neuroscience says that stories are remembered up to 22 times more than facts alone, brain releases oxytocin when we listen or read a story, and our neural activity increases by 5% and connects the left side and the right side of the brain. Isn't that awesome? I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm personally fascinated every time when I read something that's related to neuroscience, whether it's about journaling or storytelling. So I'm super excited to share this information with you as well. Let's move on to the part that you want to get more practical with. So maybe you don't think about this. Journaling and storytelling have anything in common. Have you ever thought that there might be something between journaling and storytelling or do you see them as separate? This is something for you to reflect on. But I want to share with you three similarities between business journaling and storytelling. Now I'm going to stick here with business because I want to make sure that for those of you who are entrepreneurs listening to this podcast, you take away some practical actions to implement with your day-to-day activities. So let's look at business journaling and storytelling. Now, the first thing that is very similar between the two is reflection. You see, in storytelling, reflection helps you to consider what are the main points of your story that you want to share with your audience in order to create that emotional bond with them. And some exercises that we use are very enlightening when it comes to reflecting on the story that you want to share because we go back to the basics. I guide my clients with questions and prompts to think about some important parts of their story. In business journaling, reflection is key as well because growth happens in the moments of reflection. And instead of going on autopilot, you take a moment and reflect on your processes and decisions in order to learn, in order to see progress. When you stop and reflect on the actions that you're taking, the lessons that you're learning, you are more prone to grow and to see how you transform in your business and how your business also transforms because you are taking informed decisions and you are there to actually put different pieces into place. So storytelling and business journaling are really good for reflection. The next similarity is authenticity. Of course, for storytelling, we want to be authentic. This is key when it comes to sharing our story with our audience because we connect with our audience when we actually share from our deepest heart, from our emotions, and when we really connect by being vulnerable. Now, I'm not saying that you need to get super uncomfortable, but at the same time, if you just lower a little bit your walls and you share something vulnerable, especially for those of you who are service providers, healers, coaches, consultants, if you share from your personal experience, you might see how people will find you more relatable and they will resonate with your story and they might say, well, you know what, this happened to me too. It's like you read my mind. So being authentic and Finding your authentic voice is also something that I focus a lot when I work with my clients because I don't want you to follow a formula or a recipe that everyone else uses to share your story. I want you to be authentic and to be you because your story is all about you, your brand, your business, your product, your services. When it comes to journaling, of course, authenticity is the main driver. How else could you keep a journal if you're not authentic, if you're not honest with your journal? 
this is the main absolute key to having a journal you're not sharing it with anyone else so why not be honest with your journal be authentic your business journal is your safe space to admit what's working and what's not to be honest to be vulnerable and also to acknowledge the things that you need to work on and improve while at the same time being honest about the things that you are very proud of yourself for now the third similarity is guiding questions now this is more my personal method that i use especially in my program storytelling bootcamp that i have with my clients when we work through discovering the story of their brand and having the support of powerful questions will make the process of building your brand story a lot easier and you're also going to be able to identify what parts of your story are relevant for your audience in order to connect with them and to have that emotional bond that i was telling you the way that i see storytelling is like bridging the gap between you the brand the business and the audience each of you are on either sides of a river, let's say. Just imagine that your screen, your laptop, your, or your phone are a river. And you want to bridge that gap. You want to help communicate with your audience in a way that is not disrupted. So storytelling is exactly what is going to build that bridge. When it comes to business journaling, using guiding questions is going to be more efficient. You will start seeing results, you will gain more clarity and you will feel more focused because this will get you closer to the goals that you're looking to create. So the similarities between storytelling and business journaling are reflection, authenticity and guiding questions. Okay, so now let's move on to the differences between business journaling and storytelling. Because while there are these surprising maybe similarities, or maybe you already knew them, but I personally think they are very unusual and I'm really grateful that I'm able to teach both of them and also share them and their commonalities. But I also want to share with you the differences between these two very powerful tools. So when it comes to the audience, who is it for? Storytelling is only effective when you have an audience to share your story with. Remember, there has to be someone on the other side of the river. There has to be someone on the other side of the screen who reads your story. Or if you are on the stage, there has to be someone in the audience listening to you in order for the art of storytelling to be effective. Whether we're talking about followers or potential customers, no matter where they are in their journey towards buying, they are potential customers or even collaborators. So they are at the receiving end of your storytelling and you want to take them into consideration. You want to pay attention to their reactions, to their response. You want to pay attention to how they are interacting with your story as well. In business journaling, however, it's just you and your journal. There is no one to read your journal. Who is it for? It's just for you. Business journaling doesn't have an audience because you are there to actually go deep into your knowledge and into your inner wisdom to look at what are the emotions that are triggering you to make certain decisions, maybe to analyze some processes, some systems, and even to look at what drives you, what is your why, and most importantly, why are you making the decisions that you are making? So you are writing, the journal is there to provide you the safe space, and there are no additional eyes and ears. 
The second difference between business journaling and storytelling is the structure. How does it look like? Well, stories in general are a narrative. Maybe there's a little bit of dialogue here and there, maybe some description, but mostly it's a mix of long and short sentences. However, in your business journal, the structure can be more abstract from bullet points to mind mapping to lists to tables. Honestly, your journal and the transcript of your mind can look in any way that feels personal for you because you are the only one who needs to make sense of it. There is no need to create a story from your journal unless you are journaling for storytelling. But even then, you can just write your ideas in bullet points mode or when you are doing a brainstorming session, you can just create a mind map. It's totally up to you how you implement writing in your business journal. Difference number three between storytelling and business journaling is the outcome. I like to think of storytelling as a result of meaning, emotions, words, all of them beautifully put together. It's both art and science, as I was saying, and it serves the purpose of personal branding and marketing and selling and recruiting and even networking. On the other hand, business journaling is a process in itself and it can have various results. Storytelling can be one result of business journaling. But sitting with your business journal, you set a clear intention and the outcome is entirely up to the questions, the structure and how you want to use your journal. The outcome can be very different. After a session of business journaling, you can be clear on what decision you want to make. You can set new goals. You can review some activities or plan. You can brainstorm or even write a new story and new content for your marketing. Now, in this scenario, journaling is the process and storytelling is the outcome. But as I was saying, storytelling used as a process, as, as a result of putting together all those beautiful ingredients is also marketing, selling and so on. So to recap, the three differences between business journaling and storytelling are the audience, the structure, how it looks like and also the outcome. Okay, so now to the more juicy part, how to keep a journal for storytelling. Yes, I'm going to give you a few tips because I want you to take away some very practical tips from this episode. So if you don't have a business journal, maybe it's time to start one. If you are still on the fence, maybe this episode will convince you. However, even if you're not using a business journal, just grab a piece of paper and start thinking about some really important moments from the start of your business up until now. Some milestones, maybe the moment when you decided to go full into your business. Answer this question. Why did I start my business? Who supported me and who was not very convinced at the beginning? How did I handle the first month or year of my business? What obstacles did I face in my business so far? How did I solve these obstacles? What is the transformation that I'm most proud of in my business until now? There you go. All of these questions can serve you to keep a journal for your story and to already start drafting your brand story. Now, I want to also remind you that your brand story will evolve as your business grows and as you grow as well, because it's natural. 
we're human beings, we're on constant evolution and constant growth. And as we navigate our business journeys, we're going to learn so many things. We're going to learn so many lessons. And with the help of our business journal, where we reflect and we keep track of all of these lessons, we are going to also want to highlight different aspects of our story in the way that we create our brand story. So make sure that you revisit your brand story every once in a while and see what you want to create. The way that I work with my clients is in my storytelling bootcamp, I have three one-to-one sessions with each client. And in the first session, we look at their audience. Who are they speaking to? What is their ideal client? And all of this. In the second session, we start drafting the story. There are some questions and guiding prompts that we use from the first session to the second as homework. And then in the third one, we have the full story of the brand. And also by the end of the third session, we have different pieces of the story and important parts that you want to have at hand in different situations. Maybe you are preparing for a public speaking presentation. Maybe you are preparing for a webinar. Maybe you are invited to give a two minutes talk in a networking event. For each situation, you want to have the art of storytelling in your pocket and you want to be prepared with the exact story that will make a difference. So this is what we're going to work in the storytelling bootcamp. Okay, so This was so packed with information and I'm so excited that I got to share with you so many cool tips and tricks and information about storytelling and journaling. As I said, these two are my favorite topics in the world and I could talk about them forever and ever. I also wanted to just give you some practical, actionable steps for you to take right after this episode. So let's recap. We talked about the neuroscience behind storytelling and we shared the three most important facts about how the brain works when we engage with storytelling. Then we went deeper into the similarities between business journaling and storytelling, but also the differences between these two very, very powerful tools. I also shared with you a few tips on how to keep a journal for storytelling and some bonus questions so that you can just pause and go back and listen to this episode and start writing down in your journal the answer to these questions so that you begin writing and crafting your story. Now, if you still feel that you want more information about storytelling, I'm going to leave a link to my free storytelling masterclass in the description below and you can go and access it. It's my gift for you. You can literally just go and watch it. It's about one hour long and it goes a little bit deeper into the structure of your storytelling, the formulas, the science part. You know, I now told you a little bit about art, a few bits of science, And there are, of course, so, so many other interesting things. But if you feel more called to do this on your own, then you can click and access the free masterclass in the description. Just let me know how it goes. Feel free to share how it helped you and what you learned. And if you need additional support, don't hesitate to let me know. You can connect with me and we can discuss how I can be of service for you further. So this is it. This is the episode about journaling and storytelling. And I want to say thank you for listening. And until next time, stay impressive.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Live Your Impressivity Show podcast. My name is Alex Baditza, and as always, it's a pleasure to be your host. If you liked this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review and share it with your friends. If there are any topics that you would like for us to bring on the show, then let us know. Connect on Instagram at Live Your Impressivity and give us a heads up on what you would like to hear more about. For the free storytelling masterclass, go to www.alexbaditza.com, access the free resources tab, then click on the free storytelling masterclass. Until next time, stay impressive.